and welcome to my Xbox in me, episode 466. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Mr. Paul Despawn. Hello. Hello there. We've jumped 20 episodes in the future. Don't mind us. 446. Six. Four, four, six, six. Oh, fucking numbers. Four, six, How many sixes four, was that? Uh, seven. Damn seven seven sixes. Seven sixes? Oh, wow. We've jumped quite a couple of them. I fluffed the start when I was doing the live recording and it threw me off and now I'm ah, God damn it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, and the one and only two fresh crash. How are you, crash? Hello, hello. I'm doing all right. Good, good. Despawn, let's start with this t-shirt. Wait, what's going on there? What do you what's mean? going on? What is this? Yeah, what it's, is this? It's a band t-shirt. Don't worry about a it. A what? A band t-shirt. You know, the what bands band? that play the music. And Every time <laughs> I die, they're a, a, a New York-based uh, hardcore band. Oh. Loud. Loud noises. Okay. okay. All right. And Crash, I see you're sporting yeah. the black look like me today. Yeah. Big goth mm -hmm. energy. I, like I, I knew you were rocking big, it, and I was like, I want to... <laughs> I'm rocking the I can't get to any of my clothes right now because I'm in the new house and this is the only hoodie I could grab and it's probably got paint all over it but we're here uh, this is my Xbox and me our weekly Xbox podcast right here on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and all podcast services if you want to get the show early or support us financially patreon.com slash mcfixer or consider becoming a YouTube member you've got a couple of different tiers there and we are working on plenty of good stuff. I'm hoping that live stream that we've been planning is going to happen at the beginning of February. But we need to talk to Matt, so we'll figure it out. It's coming. It's coming. As you've noticed, no Matt P again. Again, Matt is just working really, really hard. And I'll be totally honest with you, I'm going to throw him under the bus. I'm going to throw him under. I even messaged him saying, yo, can you just respond to some stuff in Discord? Got, nothing. Got, got ignored. Got ignored. Got ignored. Just yeah. straight up ignored. So if you guys want to at Matt P video on, on X slash Twitter, you're more than welcome to let him know that he's being very rude and he said he would never miss an episode. And look at what he's done already. Look yeah. what he's done already. Guys, you may have noticed I'm in a new place. I finally did it. He After did it. years and years and years and years and years, and this is not exaggerating, and years, and years of talking about moving. I have officially moved. You can see we have HR in the background. Um, you can see her on our, our made-up sofas that we don't have right now. We're literally, we're at the start. We just finished painting a bedroom this morning. But uh, yeah, man, this is the start of something new, boys. We'll talk about it more on my Xbox and me extra, because again, this isn't the right place for it. But I just wanted to mention that if uh, you see Haley in the background, you're like, what the hell is she doing there? Well, who is she and why is she there? Well, Important yeah. HR work. She's doing important HR work watching. Yeah. I don't know what she's watching. She's watching some sort of TV show. I don't. I don't know exactly what, but she's she's doing it. She's doing she's doing the work. All right. She does a lot more than what putting the hours. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Boys, shout out to my Patreon producer this week, Erin God. How you doing, Erin God? Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Topic of the show this week. I thought we would start with a little video in my game. You may have heard of it. It's called. Power World. I want to talk about Power World first. Okay. Um, we got a lot to cover this week, and it's kind of in a weird way because the way we recorded last week meant that we missed the the we did a live reaction and we did like a little bit of a post show on the live reaction talking about everything got, that got announced during the Xbox Developer Direct. But that mm. then missed that we missed the episode last week where we spoke about it, and now it's been nine days and we're recording late this week, and it's it's a whole thing. But there's a lot, yeah. We've got a lot to cover. But I thought we would start with Power World. Um, it is currently sitting at 8 million copies sold uh, at the time of recording this in six days. 
We've all played it. We played it together. We played it together. Um, There's a lot to tackle with Power World, if I'm being totally honest with you. I think we'll start with what do you guys think of Power World? Because we had, I'll speak for myself specifically. I had a lot to say about Power World before the game came out. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. A lot to say. I realize I'm talking. Yeah, I have, over there. <laughs> I have one question before we get into this, right? Absolutely. You made one, one comparison in which uh, Persona and Pal World would be competing in some sort of way. I think I no, said you, that. no, Yakuza, 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 I said. I said, no, no, you, oh, okay. I, didn't say, how, I didn't say Persona, did I? I might have actually, you're right. No, I think it was like Persona because Persona say. comes February or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Persona's like next week, yeah. Because like JRPGs, you know, and... Um, where do you stand on that statement? I'm just curious. Oh, absolutely different games, let me tell you. But but maybe I'm not... The statement that I made was more... There would be a crossover. Mm-hmm. And I think even more so now knowing that there's been 8 million people that have bought the game, I think there's even more of a crossover. There's going to be... Of those 8 million people, I'm going to go out on the women and say at least a million of them want to play Persona as well. I'm going to say it. That's a pretty good crossover. That's a big yes. I would say a million. You know what? Because it's on game. You, that does that eight million yes, include Crash. game pass? Yes, Crash. Well, no, that eight million. Uh, the eight million. No, the eight does. It does. It does because it's. I think because I think it's right? players. I think it's eight million. No, no. Play. No, this is sold. How many copies okay. have sold? So th- I think this is excluding oh. game pass. Then. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know you have a good amount of people on I game think pass so. as well. I think yeah. so. But anyway, the game itself. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what a game. Can, well, what a game, guys. Before we what get into what we actually think of the game properly, let's talk about like the discourse about this game. Obviously, when it first came out, it was very much a, oh, this is Pokemon with guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a shameless cash grab. Is it AI? Is it this? Is it that? Blah, 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 blah. You get into the game. It is nothing like what people were thinking it was going to be. I don't think anyway. I think there's definitely some kind of crossover. I don't know what you just put in front of your camera. Yeah, there, but... right. I'm moving yeah. the <laughs> so I can see you guys better. Go on. Hey. Um, but yeah, like, like there's definitely some crossover with like what people felt. Like, it, there is Pokemon with guns, but yes. it isn't the main focus of the game. Like, the main focus for not me where is... I'm at anyway. no, not, where, like, not where I've got to yet. No. I think it's like you've got to get through half the levels before you get your first gun. Uh, and it's very much it feels like it's very much more like it's arc with pokemon it, rather than pokemon with guns i don't know if i agree i, you, I mean it's I, a lot of crafting I, well, okay. uh, there's what, a lot of base building this, this is the question i want to say to you guys then mm-hmm. what is pokemon because po- to me pokemon is go out in the wild catch pokemon mm-hmm. put them in your pokedex and go to the gyms and battle trainers, right? Yeah. That is what Pokemon is. Mm-hmm. Is that? Do we all agree on that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What is Palmon? It's a survival game where it's you build a base. Power World, not Palmon. Yeah. yeah. Palmon. <laughs> They're called Palmon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Power World, <laughs> to me, and I'm sure Crash was just about to say, but yeah, is a very much a. It's a survival game where you build your base, you upgrade your abilities to build different uh, items and things like that. And you use the pals in the world to help with that. It, yeah. While also having a s- small, uh, like, it doesn't seem to be the big focus. Uh, like, there is a a battling aspect to it. But, yeah. For me, the main focus is the crafting and the building. 
because pals all i think all the pals sort of like aid in that for the most part right mm -hmm. yeah every one of them has like a specific there is, ability there is a catching aspect but mm -hmm. you don't have evolving which is big in pokemon you don't have true you don't have that sort of same attachment to them as individuals that you do in pokemon in my opinion the, i would say the only reason why we do not have the attachment to these pals the way we do pokemon is because we are no longer children no, like that not and what then, i'm and, well, okay what not, are you saying not what i'm saying i'm saying like when you catch a pokemon when i mm -hmm. catch a pokemon and i use a pokemon in pokemon i am much more attached to the pokemon that i'm using than in pal world pal world i'm a lot more willing to just like throw out different pals in my base i'm looking more so what's what i'm utilizing for what i want to get done mm -hmm. how early on are you in the game like how far how much have you played since i'm like level 30 or something like that Jeez, okay. okay i'm like level okay. 17 18 I think, yeah i'm level moment. i'm level 17 yeah. as well <laughs> okay. like in the beginning in the beginning i had a much more like with the pals i had a much more lined up a, like thought on pals similar to pokemon but the deeper you get the less you get attached to them in that regard is it around the me. point when you found the person you could trade you could sell pals to it's like oh they're just they're, they're they were just got they're the a butcher block behind point. them it's like i'm like mm, currency yeah. and meat that's all they yeah are. that's it currency i've got 12 sheep meat. i'm gonna sell 11 of these it's good <laughs> i'm gonna get them and and buy a different one it's yeah it's very they very much become a commodity rather than a like I don't want to say community, but like they'd, they'd rather than being like a part of your friend, like friendship group with the way that you see Pokemon, they're very much I, a tool in the, in the I, world. I will say that's partly also on like the, the sorting aspect in the, uh, inbox, the, the, oh, yeah. the PC, whatever you can't favorite them so that when you sort them, everything gets resorted. Mm -hmm. um, this, we are comparing just so for, for full transparency, we are comparing Pokemon, a game that came out in 1996 yeah. Yeah. Something like that. versus um, Power World that has come well, out in 2024 in early this, access. Yeah. But the conversation we're having is about the comparison, right? Yeah. I know what you're saying. 100% I know what you're saying. But to give a fair assessment it's, of our two titles, we've it's got also one game that is iterated from Multiple the start times. of where it was with uh, with red and blue Co to... company has a lot of money <laughs> as well where you're looking yeah. at a oh so does palmon's company now yeah, well you. yeah oh no, no yeah um but okay let's get on to let's get on to actual gameplay then because yeah i agree with you guys that they're, they're fundamentally different video games yeah. which of what's being compared uh, compared like i do agree with you I, I, that palmon to me is Power World. It's, it, Power World, sorry. Power World to me is just so good. It mm. is literally that perfect... I say perfect, it's not perfect. It's a very good balance between all the things I love about survival games and then adds that love of collecting and cutesy in terms of its powers, right? I was expecting to play this game for three hours with you guys and then maybe another two hours on my own and go, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And instead, we've set up a my Xbox and me server that I've paid for, and like just been like, here, community, use this. The only mm -hmm. thing that lets it down is the the Game Pass stuff, but we'll talk about that in a in a little bit. But I, I just didn't expect it to play as well as it does. Yeah, if you know what I mean, like yeah. shooting yeah. mechanics, good movement, pretty decent. Um, 
catching your pals is like fun yeah. and makes sense and it's and it's UI is is futuristic and and still looks good and it, it just everything works its yeah. menu systems are not are not bulky or boring they're very easy to understand and very easy to use it's just it comes together as such a unique experience in my opinion and it's a it's a game we, again i've spoke about it before it's like waiting for that next thing waiting for that next thing this is that next thing yeah the loop is great uh i think like you said the everything feels fully fleshed and everything seems to work together really well which is what i'm always worried about in like early access titles where you'll get like one major component of the game will be great but yeah. everything around it will be kind of like you know threadbare front together just to get it out there this like i don't feel like i've ever come across anything that feels like it's not been worked on properly everything feels like it just works i think there are a couple you mean of mechanically like, yeah mechanically Okay. Like there are still some bugs in there, um, that, and, and the bug that they talked about as well that they're aware of. Uh, I think there's some save data issues that they've made uh, aware of, but they are working on it, and obviously. Um, and then there's a couple of little like quality of life things that change. Um, like my major one is like if you've got multiple bases, share resource between your bases. Yeah, there's a really annoying point where I've got a base that's just for R, and then I have to keep going backwards and forwards to drop off R. At another base, but, so there's a lot of fast traveling yeah, back and forwards. Yeah, but there's I don't know a, if I agree. I, I think there's a possibility that there is something in the game that lets you transfer because you, like, you have to remember that you can still there's, you still have a lot of levels to unlock and a lot of different like True. items to unlock for the bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, on top of like if you go through dungeons, I think you can get. I don't know. I actually I'm gonna take that back because I do know you can get higher variants of stuff through dungeons, yeah. like you can get better armor and weapons and stuff like that. I've been waiting for you, you get... guys. I didn't even realize you were still playing. Yeah. I've been waiting. I've been like, oh, I won't, I won't touch you. I'll wait for you guys. But you guys, I messaged off, you. Bro. Well, huh? I, I stopped. I stopped. I'm, I messaged the Discord once that I was playing. He did. I, did. I was busy. I, I didn't see that. Um, but what's it called? I, see that. I stopped playing on the my Xbox New One. I started. Why? It, the ping is crazy. Yeah. Oh. The ping mean? is crazy for me. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, so you, if you guys aren't, if I don't know you guys are playing, I'm yeah. just not going to play the, yeah. the uh, Xbox One. To be fair, the uh, the Mike's Me server is an EU server, so yeah, yeah the US ping is going to be a bit uh, gotcha. over the over the all over the place, uh, which is a shame. Like dedicated servers, though, it's going to be that way. But I mean, should we talk about the servers and the like the discrepancies and stuff? Like, I mean. Game, the Game Pass version of the game. Obviously, the game is on Game Pass. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of disappointing, isn't it? In, yeah. in my opinion, I think it's. I feel I like this, this is the first time. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, I feel like this isn't the first time that this has happened. Like, we've seen a discrepancy. I can't remember what other game we've had recently, but I always feel like the Xbox version is always a little bit behind whatever the PC version is. What I was going to say was, I feel like this is the first time it's actually affected the game that I care about. Okay. Yeah, where usually there are small discrepancies that you go, oh, it kind of sucks, but whatever, it's fine. I didn't quote-unquote pay for the game. You did obviously pay for some Game Pass, so whatever. But this was the first yeah. time where we were all playing together, and I just went, so we switch over to the Steam version? It's like, and we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we all didn't agree. Even, yeah, but we didn't even know the Steam version was no. better. No, we, we just you we just we were just like oh we can do the dedicated server or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it. Um, and but, then it turned it out being like a update ahead or something like that. And I'd have mm -hmm. to assume that part of that is 
I, I'm interested to see how it goes forward, but I assume part of that is also just getting updates through to Xbox. It has more of a process. From there was a let me see if I can find it, but like there was a statement that got made about the dedicated servers um when it come to it which is like it's not even they were saying it's not on them it's literally on xbox um yeah. let me see if i can find this uh quote we'd like to have a dedicated server on the xbox but unfortunately it's not up to us and it's quite difficult to negotiate at this time a pocket pair representative is said but we are trying so yeah the the message out there right now is it's not up to us mm -hmm. um this isn't the first time we've heard about something like this when it comes to Xbox Evil, by the way. Like, being yeah. challenging to work with in a sense of pushing updates and dedicated servers and things of this nature. Um, I still mean, think it's a pretty good, a big get for Xbox. It's not... It's oh, not yeah. To, yeah. to be able to have this game on your console and uh, PC players, obviously, through Game Pass, letting people... I think it's actually a very smart business move by Pocket as well in terms of like here's a taste of of mm -hmm. this game that you you clearly love oh it's even better over here oh you'll buy it again yeah. and it's at a respectable price in the uk it was 22 pounds 42p i believe something like that yeah. um it was at a respectable price where i was like oh yeah absolutely this game's amazing sure i'll pay it no problem no yeah well that's the thing we were live streaming it on the xbox version we just went you know what let's just switch over pick it up now and just jump straight back in mm -hmm. uh, and yeah um I think the, the big thing is, obviously, I think PlayStation have it as well, but I don't think it ever comes across that much in the conversations. But it is like they have their own certification process that yeah. Steam is a little bit more lax in, I feel. Uh, where it's like Steam is like, if you've got an update, just, you know, push it out there. It's fine. Uh, whereas Xbox, they have to check everything uh, and make sure that it yeah, meets their criteria. Uh, which, again, I think is just the kind of case that they want to protect their uh, their app their overall uh ecosystem absolutely yeah. there's Makes also sense. you could the argument could always be made that there's also a lot more quality control on xbox compared to mm -hmm. something like steam so yeah, yeah. and that's why yeah. they go through those those um more stringent yeah. certifications i guess mm -hmm. but um ultimately like the game itself guys like how are you how are you finding it despawn uh i didn't check my current playtime. uh in fact can i check my current sale i'm on steam while we're chatting uh but to to answer how am i feeling about it it's if it wasn't for me having to play other games at the moment i would still be playing it like mm -hmm. to the point that nowadays like because i've got a day job i will get up in the morning two hours early to put in an hour on my single player server yeah just just to keep playing that's how you know it's a good game that's yeah, how you know yeah. it's a good game if you if it gives you that that early more than school vibes if you remember mm -hmm. those back in the yeah, day yeah. Where you just yeah. wake up before school just to like get, get, get an hour in yeah yeah exactly if it gives um, you that you know it's a good game i'm currently sat at 27 hours on steam alone interesting that's just on steam we put just on the steam on. version we did like oh, three yeah. or so on the xbox version um yeah, I'm, at, I'm at 13 on steam yeah how to know it's a really good game i've got my wife hooked on it that's that's, that's, that's how I oh, that's how wow. I know it's okay. a good game when when she's hooked. On, she's on the Xbox version because she's got the Xbox set up downstairs. But uh, yeah. yeah, she's loving it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I suggest I told her it's like oh, it's like Pokemon, but you get to build bases and stuff. And, and now, yeah, just every time I go down, she's like, yeah, there she is, just working away on a little base. It's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah. Crash, what about you? How you find that? Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. I think I'm at. 40 hours i want to say i'm 
a little bit deeper than you guys. Uh, I'm there's that game does the amazing thing of whenever you get on, there is something to do. Yes. It's not like it's whatever you want to do, but you have something to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can work on my base. I can get the ingots I need or whatever. I can just go out and explore, try and catch mm-hmm. more pals or um, you end up creating something that you can use to upgrade pals. So you want to catch more versions of the pal so you can feed it into one pal and make it a better pal. Yeah. Um, so you can you can go like, I'm going to go and catch that specific pal or I want to go out and explore and catch new pals. There's just always something to do in the game. So that I always get sort of that rewarding feeling and they do have that sort of breath of the wild aspect when you're exploring where you'll see the little green things out in the distance and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go get that because that's gonna help me catch more pals or you'll see uh the purple glowing chests or something like that so there's always something to catch your eye um i do or egg on the yeah egg on the cliff as well um and i think a lot of the base design a lot of the base game design aspects i think interweave really well because I've heard, I've heard the game say like it's just a mashup of Pokemon and Ark and Breath of the Wild and stuff like that and like yeah but it all works right because yeah. we've had games that have tried to throw in stuff together and you play it and it's like this is a mashup that's just like trying to chase five different gimmicks and landing none of them yeah, but I feel yeah. like Power World does a pretty decent job especially for being an early access of nailing them pretty well that i think only from here it could really only go up and just improve on those aspects yeah i think that the thing that excites me most about power world is this is just the start and i hope that's what they now moving forward is obviously they've already come out and spoken about a roadmap in terms of um we're getting raids Mm -hmm. trading trading pvp pvp uh and yeah just a lot of quality of life fixes yeah uh, but that's the, those are the big the big the big yeah, yeah. points right and even that stuff doesn't really get me excited like the reason i guess that gets me excited that'd be cool to do mm-hmm. um but it's more the case of it's more things for my base in terms of like stuff i can build it's the it's all of those things that are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and the game just has that like you said it has that feeling of you jump on and you go, okay, I could do this right now. And then three hours later, like, oh, sugar, I'm still doing this. Like, God, yeah. damn, okay, uh, I should probably do something else now. And yeah, mechanically, I think it's, it, re- it might be my favorite game to come out in early access, mechanically, where things just work. I imagine, mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought we were going to get that game. And obviously, we, we all saw the videos of like, pals working and things like that i imagined that game was going to do so it was going to be broken as hell honestly yeah, i thought yeah. i thought it was going to be a case of the powers running into a tree or whatever no the powers are chopping trees they're smacking rocks they're they're, they're jumping in the jacuzzi they are doing everything they should be doing um they, which is crazy they do run into trees sometimes yeah without its issues but i'm saying yeah. i expect it to be yeah. way worse yeah. i expect it to be a case of like you built something and it didn't work mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's and, been a lot of there's been a lot of like weird bugs but none of them have been game breaking and all of them are just no. yeah. nine times out of ten i'll just laugh and move on with the, with my gameplay uh my favorite bug at the moment is when you throw a pile ball at one of the pals uh, you have a small window where you can climb on top of the power ball. Uh, oh. and then it, the best thing is, if you then capture the power ball, it launches you into the air. So it's like oh. a rocket. Uh, so make sure you've got your glider on you, because, uh, yeah, nice. that's always fun. Uh, but, <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's basically that's it. And then I just get the odd pal that just gets stuck in a corner, just walking backwards and forwards. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, I've had just, that. Yeah, you just take them out of your pal box and put them back in, and you're fine again. Yeah, yeah. And anything that we've not spoken about that you boys want to chat about about again? Do you want to talk about the controversy? Oh. <laughs> the, yeah. Or the fake controversy, as it were? Well, uh, well, part, of just... it's, part of it's fake, part of it's not fake. Uh, yeah, I my, mean... My question to you guys is, do you think it's copyright infringement in any way, no, shape, no, or form no, when no. it comes to Pokemon? If, I think if it it's... was, they would have been yeah. sued. They would have been yeah, sued. Yeah, they'd, they'd have been sued at the uh, initial launch trailer uh, when, they, when it first Nintendo... got announced years ago. Nintendo would not have made the statement they made. They would have just done something. Mm. Right? I agree. Yeah. The, look- um, the statement that they made, I think to me clearly is like, hey, we're, we'll look into this because we're getting a lot of complaints, but mm. we don't really care. Yeah. They're not doing anything that we can act act on, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think when, like the two major issues were, um, were that they used AI to make all the characters and that they stole character models from Pokemon, both of yeah. which have been debunked. Um, the, so the, the AI one, st- sorry, stealing sorry. model ones was not debunked. It was the person that actually posted those things came out well, and said they rescaled it, but yeah. rescaling it doesn't change like the the polygons. The and whatnot. Okay, but no, they said they yeah. reworked it themselves. They reworked it by rescaling it. Oh, okay, well, yeah. yeah but, um, as far as I'm aware, the the one that I saw that took it back, he just rescaled everything, oh, okay. which doesn't like really like it doesn't adjust how the, the meshes actually work and what people were looking at for, from my understanding of it, which could be completely okay. incorrect on that. Yeah. But then the uh, the other one was obviously the uh, using AI. Uh, the two major yeah. things, the reason for this was, I think, the CEO at the time, or the current CEO, uh, a few years back, was very much about, uh, very excited about the idea of generative AI to build Pokemon. Uh, he posted a tweet about it like three years ago. It was like... And it was based off of a BuzzFeed article that he was like tweeting, it's if like, I'm not mistaken. This is like cool. That. I can't tell the difference. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I think their previous game was like an AI generative tool uh, game kind of thing to make art. Um, but uh, the big thing, obviously, the big thing to debunk that is if you use AI in your game and you put it on Steam, you have to declare it. Yeah. Otherwise, it can't go on Steam. And the fact that there's no declaration on the Steam page. And nothing's been posted about it. Uh, I think they came out and said that they didn't. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, basically, the internet being the internet, interneted a bit. Yeah. To me, that... it just feels like a lot of butthurt people, if I'm yeah. honest. It's like their favorite thing hasn't adapted. And again, I, lo- I love Pokemon. I haven't enjoyed the last two titles that I played. No, that's a lie. I enjoyed Sun and Moon. Was that the Switch ones? No, uh, shield, sword and shield. Sword and shield, yeah. I yeah. enjoyed sword and shield. I didn't you... play the, the the ones. I didn't enjoy Arcus, and I didn't enjoy the other one before that. Um, uh, yeah. So I think it was sword and shield, then Arcus, and then Scarlet and Violet okay. recently. That's okay. So I didn't play Scarlet and Violet. Didn't play. Same. Didn't enjoy Arcus. Um, it does feel like it's a case of like we've been sitting here. We spoke about. Well, we haven't been sitting here literally, but I've had these conversations of Pokemon needs to adapt. Pokemon needs to adapt. Pokemon needs to adapt. A game comes along that we all agree is not even in the same wheelhouse, if we're mm. being honest, and adapts in the ways we would love Pokemon to adapt. And then people, I think there's a lot of people that see that and go, yeah, Pokemon does need to adapt, but I need to defend the thing I love yeah. at the yeah. end of the day. Well, I, I think there's some valid pushback with like certain, like certain pals are legit just Pokemon. Like there's not, there's not a question. There's not an argument. They recolor it and change add a little bit of fluff here or there. Like, there's no question about it. Like, it's a direct ripoff. But 
that's not really what the pulls people into the game, right? right. So yeah. when you're complaining, I think the, it's a valid complaint. I think the problem in the way a lot of people are arguing sort of Pal World is A, because of that complaint, Pal World doesn't deserve the success it is. It has Pal World success is irrelevant of the pals. The pals mm-hmm. could be the ugliest thing in the game. And there are a lot of ugly pals in this game. Let's not get it twisted. Some oh, of the yeah. designs are not great, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's not the the main appeal of it, right? And then two, the whole AI argument just sort of ruins future AI arguments in a lot of cases because you called Wolf on something that didn't use AI. Oh, okay. Now, the next time something that does use AI, people are going to be like, I don't believe you. Why would I believe that? I believed it for Pal World. And you guys just hated on that game. So now it's going to become a cry of like, oh, you're just hating on this game. There's Mm -hmm. no proof it uses AI, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I, um, I really do hope it continues to grow. Even bigger yeah. than where it's at, I, I really do. Yeah. Do we again? We're an Xbox podcast, but obviously we're on the topic. So, do you think we see Nintendo finally adapt Pokemon in the way we need it? it, it I understand the Pokemon's Pokemon. It sells well. <laughs> it's the big one of the biggest IPs in the whole world, and things like that. Do you think there's even an inkling that they go, "Oh, we should try something a little bit new," which they did with Ar- with um, Ar- uh, Arceus. They did Arceus. technically. Oh, thank you. They did technically try something new there. They've also made Mystery Dungeon. They've also they've done new stuff, but it's all low budget new stuff. It's never like a full embrace of that. And even with Legends Arceus, they've they haven't done another one of those. And then if you go to like Let's Go Pikachu and uh, Eevee, they haven't done another one of those. Which it's is like they do I love those games. The 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 issue with Pokemon is they do new stuff and then they just stop. Drop mm-hmm. it. Yeah, they yeah. do new mechanics in their games, and then they just stop. It yeah, is constantly yeah. like, we'll mix it up some way, but then that's it, and we're not yeah. going to really evolve and grow, and we don't want to create something that's different, yeah, like fully. I think mm-hmm. yeah. The, I guess the worry is that obviously they've got as big as they have with that core loop. Like, do they want to change it that much? But yeah, so there'll always be a market for that classic Pokemon game. But then there's people like us who like who were playing AAA games all the time. There are people who will just play Pokemon games. Same way people yeah, just play yeah. COD, of course, just play Pod. FIFA. FIFA. Yep. Yeah, they'll just be Pokemon players, and they won't want that change. But then the rest of us are sat here going, "Well, it's it's an old format that could probably do with a you know a rethink." But yeah, yeah the Pokemon company will be like, "Well, why?" Because eighty percent of the players are happy with what they're getting. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. It's not even that. It's the people who aren't happy with it will still buy the game and play the oh, game. Oh, yeah. Will they catch something about it if you yeah, haven't they, played it? 100%. I, I was going to say yeah. that, but then I've just remembered what the internet's like, so you can <laughs> definitely complain yes. without buying something. All right. Well, uh, maybe we'll talk about Power World more on my Xbox and Extra this week. We shall see. Uh, first news story this week uh, on this week's dashboard is the Idea Xbox presents Indie Select. Uh, this is a brand new um, initiative, I guess, from Xbox. Um, Despawn, have you done any reading on this one? What, what do we know? What don't we know? Talk to me. Um, so it's basically it's sim- similar to their summer showcase. I feel uh, where they're going to be like highlighting specific indie titles uh, that are on Xbox uh, or in the ID Xbox program uh, on yeah. the Xbox dashboard. Um, I think the first one that they've shown is things like they've got featured indies. Um, <laughs> they've got games you can play with your cat. Um, so yeah, so things like Stray and things like that, uh, and then there's a ton of stuff that's coming up that, that you can wish list things like that. So yeah, so it feels like they're kind of way of um, 
just like highlighting and showcasing new titles, interesting titles, things that are available on Game Pass or things that are just available to to check out. Um, yeah, it, it it feels to me like it's uh, Summer Game Fest again. Mm-hmm. Not not Summer Games Fest. It weren't called that. It was called Summer of Games. Yeah, the Summer on the 360. Games. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the 360, it feels like that. But they're trying. I think it just comes down to access. Uh, not accessibility. It comes down to what's the word I'm looking for, boys. Um, not accessibility. Uh, just where you can find things better. I'm trying availability. I'm trying, availability. Thank you, Jesus. Words were hard there. Um, yeah. In terms of like there are great games to come to xbox every week right and i think it happens on the podcast very all, all the time where i'm like orange cookie man yo you need to check out this and i'm like what the hell is this and he's like it's on game pass and i'm like okay. yeah well i've never why have i never heard of it then or i have but i've only seen a splash screen or i've only seen 10 seconds in a in a, a, a teaser trailer or whatever it may be and i think this is a great way of um hopefully more sales for indies which is obviously a huge thing because with indies without indies our industry doesn't move forward um and not only that it it, it brings new eyes to the marketplace again the reason you buy an xbox over a pc is because of this things like this right it's it's all in one place and it gets thrown in your face when you turn it on and obviously with a pc it doesn't do that steam is terrible for trying to find things for me i steam's one of the best compared to like epic games or windows store or even the game pass app itself but it still isn't great so um it's these stores that are managed by microsoft xbox and things like that that make make a a great deal i remember back when brain come out on the 360 and we all went crazy over that game that limbo um there was a few back then that was just like state of decay i remember when state of decay was in that that's when i bought that um but yeah so I'm 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 looking forward to this. Uh, Indie Select starts in September, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, yeah. So it looks like the I, yeah, like I said, it's going to be like a regular ongoing thing rather than it just being like like you say the um, rather than it being like like the summer of games kind of thing where it's yeah. just like here's a specific moment. Um, so yeah, I think the Indie Select is actually happening in September. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be going on as a regular thing throughout. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited. Like I say, I, we talked about it before. Like my my love of games is very much like all over the shop, but indies are where like I get excited about what op- options and what uh, unique gameplay mechanics are out there. Because I think the indie developers are always the best ones for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I'm excited to see what they kind of bring to this, and it's always nice to see like a big, massive, like company like Microsoft or Xbox in this particular instance, like showcase like some of the smaller titles rather than just anything so, that's got a huge budget. Yeah, so speaking of this is so it's every week uh, of the month, six games will be chosen by the idea Xbox team and design uh, uh designated that month to indie selects. Mm-hmm. The collection will be located in the indie section of the Xbox Game Store on the dashboard alongside Microsoft's additional indie collections which will be updated weekly on wednesdays so there you have it i'm just looking forward to just seeing games on the on the store more again now that i've got a front room i'm using my xbox a lot more which i always said i would um so it's getting turned on more so now i can actually go to the store and be like oh i like that maybe i'll pick it up on xbox maybe i'll pick it up somewhere else who knows but you know it is what it is either way yeah, this is also nice. It gives um, Xbox more of a connection to indies, I feel like, which uh, is always, I feel like, 
back in the 3.6 area era, era, like you had mentioned, Fix was a very big pushing point for 360. I feel like yeah, they had yeah. a very good connection to indies, and that somewhat dwindled because indies also tend to go to the more popular platform because they're smaller games. I think a lot yeah. of the times there was also on Xbox One, PlayStation. Play, uh, if I can interject really yeah. quickly, PlayStation really did get a foothold with indies on the PS4, yeah. and, and part so of this. I want to say the reason for that was Xbox. Uh, they were very much like you can, you have to have a publisher for Xbox yes. One. They were, uh, yeah, they went so back very, on that. They basically and, and, yeah. shot themselves in the foot in the indie community because they're like, well, yeah. nine times out of ten, an indie game doesn't have a publisher. We just self-publish. What it was is they wanted everyone to go through the idea Xbox program. I remember that was back in the early days when, mm. especially when I was doing early EGXs and things like that. Like they were building idea Xbox, and it's funny I've got like. I've got ID Xbox t-shirts. I've got ID Xbox lanyards. I've got so much stuff, which I'll show one day. Um, but yeah, like they were trying to build ID Xbox and I think they learned pretty quickly that they didn't need to, you know, own everything in a way. And they could, mm -hmm. they could, hey, you want to self-publish? You self-publish. We can help you in a way and our help will still be there, but we don't need to own it. And I think that's something that Microsoft has done since, obviously since Phil Spencer come in, but they've done a better job of giving people options again we talk about game pass and things like that right but on the publishing side of things i think they've done a great yeah. job with that now as well yeah. um yeah there was definitely a foothold there for a while and i, I do agree with you crash it was the 360 generation was was the place to play in this back in the day right like that was that was where well, you played those type of games mm -hmm. it, it was where you played even if you're looking at like uh bigger third party titles as well. It was just yeah. like 360 was that genera that it was the system that generation. Yeah. No. For a majority of the generation. Yeah. Uh moving on to some a little bit of sad news, unfortunately. Uh, we won't go through all of the layoffs uh that have gone on for our industry because there were just so many that have happened. But the big one obviously for this podcast is Microsoft has laid off one thousand nine hundred staff from its, uh, from its video game workforce. Um, boys, obviously, it's been a been a sad month. It's been a, it's been a sad few months for our industry, obviously. We've mm -hmm. seen it happen across across the industry, but Microsoft, obviously, the company that we cover every week here, so obviously a big one for us to talk about. Um, I tweeted about it because it, it, it felt strange. It was, a, it was a weird timing for this one where... We knew this was happening. We knew this was coming. We knew we knew something was going to happen, especially with the ABK deal going through. You knew people were going to get let go of. You knew there was going to be a quote-unquote trimming of the fat type situation. Um, you knew. You knew that was going to happen at some point. Yeah. But this also came at the exact same time of like Microsoft passing three trillion or something like that in market value. Yeah. Um, Leaves a bad so, taste in the mouth. Yeah. I think that's the part that hurt me a lot. Which it yeah. was just it wasn't that I didn't understand it because I do. I understand business. I understood this was going to happen. I think the timing of it was just oh, and yeah, you can look at it in, in multiple ways, right? Like one thousand nine hundred people's um, people were let go of out of twenty two thousand people. Like there's still a lot of people employed. Yeah, but it's a lot of jobs. It's a lot of jobs. That's that's like close to ten percent. It's a lot of jobs. Yeah. It's a lot of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is it is a bit heartbreaking. As a as a fan of the people that make the games for us, it mm. is heartbreaking to see. But like you said, we knew there was gonna be some crossover of staff. Uh there were like 
yeah, obviously each of these studios has their own uh, community management and publishing and all this kind of stuff. And which and which PR. is no longer needed. Yeah, because yeah. Microsoft yeah. have their own sections in there. And, and it's just, yeah, it's heartbreaking to see people lose their jobs. But like I say, we knew something was coming, but it's just like, like you say, having two, almost 2,000 people lose their job and for them... Yeah, to announce it pretty much on the same day that they announced they've hit three trillion market share. It's just it and then when obviously when they announced this ABK deal and stuff like that, they said that we're doing it because we want to long term protect uh these jo- these games and these things like that. And it's just like this... And then it kinda goes back a little bit on that. And yeah, it's it's sad to see that when it's like you know I've always said like people before profits, like is, there's got to be a certain point where it's like, we've made enough money. Like, three trillion has got to be enough money to be like, okay, we can afford to, like, keep paying these developers. I think there was a thing someone posted that was like the Bobby Kotick thing where he got, I don't know how much he got, but that would pay for every one of these developers to be with the company for two years at full wages. And he got it. And he if he paid all that money back and it went to their wages, he would still have a million pounds. And it's just... I'm very conflicted. I look the, the job stuff. I I, mm. I understand the other stuff. I'm not with you on, but okay. I think that's a different that's a different subject for you know you know biz, you need to be profitable. It's a business. Yeah, it's not a charity. They're, they're, it's, not, it's a they, business. It's not a charity. They are profitable. profitable no, of course, though. of course, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, they're not. Yeah. I'm just saying like I don't like Bobby Kodak. Obviously, yeah. no one does and stuff nope. like that. But. You wouldn't catch me. You wouldn't catch me just giving back money that I've earned. Whether no. you think he deserves to earn that money, no, is what it is. Like I saw. Um, I'm not saying he should give it back or would give it to, back. But no, yeah. no, no. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But I saw a um, British Gas. There was someone on the news, mm-hmm. and he was like, he was. I think he got like a 4.6 million pound bonus or wage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer was like, "Do you think you deserve that?" He went, "No." don't think I deserve it, but that's what the market di- dictates I'd be paid. Mm-hmm. And I, I just totally, and again, this is not Sam Bobby, Bobby Codex. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the British Gaston man now. But I kind of respected it. I was like, hey, the market dictates what these corporate overlords should earn. Mm-hmm. And I tell you right now, if I was a corporate overlord, you wouldn't catch me saying, no, I don't want my payout of... 30 million or whatever it may be. So, um, I mean, yeah, there's precedent it's for it. Like, there has been, like, the, it's been well publicized that when Nintendo were going down the pan with the Wii U, uh, Iwata took a 50% pay cut just so you didn't have to lose anyone. And You're like, talking about very different cultures there. Yeah, I know. But, you know, maybe, we, that's could, maybe new... we could learn a thing or two from those other cultures. Oh, no, we definitely could. And I'm sitting there saying this as a. Uh, you know, not someone earning millions upon millions. I've always said, Wait, if I was not? in that position, no, unfortunately not. Um, maybe Crash, we don't know, but we don't know too much about him. But um, I always said, if I was in those positions, I would try and act accordingly, you know? Mm. But when you're in that position, you just never know because you're trying yeah. to secure money for future. For money. But, you need yeah. money. Mm. Well, you don't need, maybe not necessarily need it, right? But like... Uh, some yeah. of the way, the way some of these people hoard money, they need money. Mm-hmm. For no other reason. They don't need to buy anything. They don't need anything. They just need money. They win the, they win the biggest number. They've got to get the high score. They, nice. They're it's playing a game. They're out here playing Tetris, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's read uh, Phil Spencer's memo in all this anyway. It says, <clears throat> It's been over a little a little over three months since Activision Blizzard and King Teams joined Microsoft. 
As we move forward in 2024, the leadership of Microsoft Games and Activision Blizzard is committed to aligning on a strategy and execution plan with a, subst uh, a sustainable cost structure that will support the whole of our growing businesses together. We set priorities, identified areas of overlap, and ensured that we all align on the best opportunities for growth. As part of this process, we have made the painful decision to reduce the size of our gaming workforce by approximately 1,900 roles out of the 22,000 people on our team. The gaming leadership team and I are truly committed to navigating the process as thoughtfully uh, as possible. The people who are directly impacted by these uh, reductions have all played an important part in the success of Activision, Blizzard, Zenimax, and the Xbox teams, and they should be proud of everything they've accomplished here. We are grateful for all of the creativity, passion, and dedication they have brought to our games and our players and our colleagues. We will provide a full support to those who are impacted during the transition, including severance benefits informed by local uh, employment laws those whose roles will be impacted will be notified and we ask you please treat your departing colleagues uh, with the respect and compassion that is consistent with our values looking ahead we'll continue to invest in areas that will grow our business and support our strategy of bringing more games to more players around the world although this is this is a difficult moment for our team I'm confident as ever your ability to create and nurture the game stories and worlds that we bring players together that will bring players together phil um yeah man it's uh i won't want to be phil spencer in these moments i'll tell you that right now it's this uh, this is probably like not probably i would doubt that this is on him right no of course it's not Xbox, on him yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's, you've got to think about it. when there's a merger like that like just to, let's just break down the things that i do understand right pr you don't need you don't need a pr team that handles just Toys for Bob games, or just Sledgehammer games, just this game, just that. You you have the system in place to go. Okay, this is our PR machine. Who's the best? No disrespect, but that's what where the cream rises to the crop in these situations, right? Like, who's the best at what they do? Can we find roles for them inside the machine, which is Xbox? Yes, no, and then there you go. Like it, it uh, yeah. You're not wrong. I will say, like. I don't think when you fire 1,900 people, people should be going to Jason Schreier trying to figure out if they were let go or not. I think the handling of it was very, very poor outside of, like, the statement is essentially a fluff piece, in my opinion. It doesn't really do anything. Oh, no, I, but this wasn't, I don't think this was a piece that was meant to go out to everyone, right? This wasn't, oh, okay. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think this went out okay. as, like, a no, tweet. No, I don't think. That's not where I got found it. it anyway. Got it, got um, it. I think this was an internal thing that then got leaked. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Please feel okay. free to fact check me on next week's episode. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I don't think this was. This wasn't. That's fair. I, didn't, I don't think I'll check. I thought on, this I was a statement, but it being called a memo so. makes more sense with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think this was a. Um, That's fair. A, a Twitter post. I will. I will check Phil's Twitter right now. No, I mean, he may, he may have reposted it after the fact if it leaked and stuff like that, but yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. The thing. I'm not, I'm not seeing it on there at yeah, all. Okay. So I think this was an internal thing of like. Look, <laughs> this has like, gone. One of these yeah. 1900 has gone. I'm going to send this to Jason. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I get do, that. I 100% oh. agree with you, Crash. By the way, on the the handling of things, it's it's a strange one, right? Because I've, I've I've been let go of in many a yeah. job. 
mm. especially in our industry as People... well. And I've been and I've been in that position as well. And again, I'm not gonna talk about it. And I've gone to Twitter with it, and it's the worst thing to do. Yeah, because you just never. It, when there are reshufflings, and again, very different when it's 1,900 people compared to me talking about my situation, right? Mm -hmm. But when you talk about it in a negative space, you never know what opportunity could still pop up. There's still going to be job listings that are going to go up and you go, oh, well, another person who was let go from that. And mm -hmm. like Microsoft, like they have said internally, um, they will do their best to try and find people new positions. I... You pull faces, and I agree with you for pulling faces because it sounds like fluff, but the games industry as a whole, the one thing I have loved about all these losses is seeing how many people have come together and gone, yo, we got this Slack. It's got 6,000 people in it. Yeah. Okay, this person's here. Even mm. me, like, I again, I'm not going to get into details for it, but someone I had, I'm close to in our industry was let go of at a company, and the first thing I did was go to UB and gone, yo, I know this person who's looking for a job. And, you know, like... It's weird. There's a weird space in gaming. I feel like there's not like many other uh, yeah. entertainment spaces where there is that rally behind people of like, I know you're good at what you do. Let yeah. me try and go out of my yeah. way to I like. Think... You, you, you ain't getting that at Sainsbury's or at GameStop or no. or something like that. You know, like, and I've never seen it in any other entertainment space either. Maybe because I don't work in those spaces, but yeah. I feel like there is there is some it's the camaraderie of like of the community uh, that we've built around gaming. I think that we like in any creative space. I think creators respect other creators more, so like they want to help more. Um, yeah. So like if I see I've done the same thing. I've if I've seen something that I think people will be suitable for, I'd be like, yo, go apply for this. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's I think that's what it is. I think it's just like when commune like when a creative person sees another creative person suffering. Uh, in these ways they just want to help and i yeah. think the gaming community as a whole like forget the the vocal minority uh that you see online like the the community as a whole wants to support and you know champion these developers to do the best work they can do because that's how we get the best games so yeah so i love i'm like you i love seeing them all come together my heart hurts the most because again like you i've gone through uh the redundancy thing so but i've been on the other side where i've survived redundancies oh and do you, get, do you get survivor's guilt oh 100 yeah, yeah. But it's not just the survivor's guilt it's like okay so i've survived but it's then like but how long am i going to survive for mm -hmm. that is and i feel like i'm i feel like i'm living through that right now would you mean? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that is also kind of an issue with xbox because they've had problems retaining talent as far as like them acquiring studios and mm -hmm. keeping bigger names with them right now mm -hmm. um and i wonder how something like this will affect mikey Abara? Name wanting to go on? yeah Abara i think Abara that's Gun. a yeah. that's a big one because he he put in so much work in just sort of like readjusting the ship of blizzard and blizzard was probably in its best condition it's been in a very very long time as far mm -hmm. as wow wow and stuff like that is concerned even i say even diablo despite like some of the lackluster opinions on it whether, and then whether or not we Overwatch. liked it or not it still was a decent so, game yeah. right yeah it was a good yeah. release but yeah um yeah it's just like i think that's the that's the thing that worries me the most is like the long-term effects on things like this it's not it's not so like oh yeah 900 people love the jobs there's like technically twenty thousand people left that are going to be worrying are they going to lose their jobs in six months time can you make your best work when you've got that kind of sword hanging over your head uh, no no is the answer but also unfortunately that's the space we work in right yeah we work in such a competitive space where 
if you let your standards drop, even one percent, there is someone behind you waiting to take your position. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that. That is just think about it. Like think about it this way, right? There's nineteen hundred people who've just been let go of. Think about how many people, how many jobs they're gonna have to come down now and take other jobs from indie devs and things like that, right? Where those people are then gonna lose their jobs, and we just and we won't hear of those ones. We won't hear mm. of of and don't get me wrong, we're hearing about a lot of them right now. I'm, that could have went through about ten different stories this week of of things. We know Sledgehammer's lost about forty percent. I know Toys for Bob's have lost thirty mm-hmm. to forty percent of their staff. I saw the uh, Ruin, Ruiner uh, devs have mm-hmm. just uh, got rid of 80% of their staff. Yeah, Riot like, as well announced they've got <laughs> losses coming. Like, yeah. it's... I think the thing that infuriates me the most about it is it comes at a time when we know video games are selling better and more than ever. Mm-hmm. And systems are making more money than ever. But I think I, the thing we say about that... Sorry, feel free to say, go Gresh, go on. Um, I was going to say that I, I do think that some of these companies also really pushed for in office work environments where during COVID they were all at home. Costs are cheaper to have people working from home and working remote and stuff like that. You're forcing people back in the office. You got to pay rent for that. There's a lot more cost than that. Um, so hopefully with all these that there is sort of at least a silver lining of a reevaluation for that going into the future. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that's the thing that annoyed me the most about this all this thing. Uh, just personally, kind of was a gripe of mine. It was like there's so many stories I've heard of people like, oh, I'm six months into working at Microsoft. I've moved halfway across the country because they've said I have to be working in office, and then a month Mate. later they've let me go. Mate, that's that's real. Yeah, like break. It's I, fucking heartbreaking. I, is what that's it is. the that's the part that annoys the the hell out of me as well. Mm. I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's been certain job opportunities that I've come across where they're like, oh, would you be willing to relocate? And I'm like, nope. no, no, because I know, I'm, I know. And again, I've, I've had loads of different opportunities for different types of work, right? And I've just said, there's no way I can't, there's no, I, you might not be around in a year's time. I might not have a job in a year's time. And, and mm. it's, it's how easy in England or in the UK, I don't know if it's an EU thing or a UK thing. So I'm going to say UK. It's not easy to fire somebody. But yeah. in America, but in America, it is very easy to just let somebody go. Mm-hmm. This is something I learned a lot more, especially when I was in Texas talking to to Haley's family. Right, they're like, "Yeah, we can just get fired whenever we want. Like, it's just done. It's a letter by." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Like, but in in England, it's, it's a lot harder to just. Yeah, we got <laughs> a lot of employment laws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you have oh. to be basically like gross like mismanagement gross misconduct written warning second warning third warning paper trail of a bunch of things before like it just just, unless unless the company goes under Mm -hmm. you just don't hear people getting let go don't get me wrong gaming space is a little bit different um, because the way they do contracts right like you you sign a year contract in in games as well a lot of time or six months or three months or a rolling contract and Mm -hmm. yeah man that job security is just just not there it's um I think sometimes we forget it is an entertainment place, a base job though. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at Japan, Japan has security for stuff like this where you can't do mass layoffs mm. in this fashion. That's why, like, we, as far as like firing and letting go stories, yeah, we never we've heard about none Nintendo. from Japanese stories. <laughs> Japanese companies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I never so even thought of that. I actually yeah. never even yeah. thought of that. 
so there is like oh like this is don't get it wrong like a lot of this is on i think you should not like exclude microsoft from a blame on this and like oh, what's no, happening and all that stuff but like all of it is also like on a government level of like america fundamentally allows this right mm-hmm. for them to just let go like for them to buy a company become a trillion dollar company and then let go of uh 1900 employees i don't like that is a that is a government issue at the end of the day as well as sort of like a, a xbox issue yeah yeah very interesting very interesting again thoughts and lo- uh thoughts go out to everyone if you was affected feel free to reach out if you um got stories to tell or you want to have a conversation on the podcast we would absolutely love to have you in here about what it's like to work at microsoft ultimately and uh yeah so uh, my thoughts do go out to you guys though absolutely um boys should we talk about the developer direct a little bit because we haven't we've done that yet you know um yeah. the developer direct happened feels like years ago now it was only like nine days ago <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it was again if you haven't seen our reaction it's up on the youtube channel youtube.com slash my xbox and me um we saw things such as avowed senior saga hellblade 2 visions of mana aura and indiana jones let's start with avowed crash launching for 2024 didn't get an exact date which kind of disappointed us yeah now you've had a, a, f- a few days, uh, literally a week, to sit with the the information and the gameplay. How are you feeling about it? Uh, I liked it. Um, I think I'm probably higher on Avowed than the general consensus was for the game. Um, I liked what I saw. I saw it. I know people had issues with the gameplay, but I saw the gameplay as them just like sort of, here's what you could do in the game. And whenever I think of first-person melee-based, magic-based games, my mind goes to Skyrim, and I'm like, Skyrim doesn't play incredibly amazing. Um, and this yeah. looks like it plays better than Skyrim. So that to me is like an upgrade for me. It's like, what are the RPG mechanics in the game and how does it play in that regard? Jesus, Skyrim came out a long time ago though, mate. We're kind of comparing it to something that's like 20,000 years old. No, but it isn't I, like the direct competitor, right? It no, like, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It, oh, that's the way it is, yeah. You don't get a lot of first person like melee type games the only other game i could look at is is uh cyberpunk which you do have first person aspects and it does it handles those like incredibly but cyberpunk's like such a different type of game to me even though it's really not if you're really looking at it i just process it as a different type of game yeah interesting interesting yeah i mean i yeah i didn't love what i saw of avowed i said this during the reaction i, I liked it i liked its environments it looks very bright vibrant looks like there's going to be quite a lot of different environments to go around and traverse and explore i i i'm with the i don't think the demo did the the the, the gameplay very well um did like you said it was slow it was yeah i know I, I haven't i watched no. that a little bit uh, okay that, does it, that does it show more it does a lot better at selling like, some of the elements of this game uh, like there, is, there are branching uh, paths and things like that. Uh, the way they kind of built on like how the magic and the elements kind of work together. So it's very elemental based. Uh, so you can use those together. You can have your party members use it. So it does a better job of selling the game, I think. Um, this very much like I think Crash said, like it, fe- it very much feels like the the uh, the direct trailer was very much like these are the basic elements of the game. Whereas the extended trailer kind of went into it a bit more. It did a better Which, job of selling it to me. I like something that I've I've you will learn if you watch uh, like fighting game character reveals and stuff like that. What a lot of the reveals tend to do is 
they'll show you all the crazy stuff that you can do with the character and then they'll break down the nuances and i feel yeah. like in general games need to start doing that with their showcases like don't show me all the nuances just sort of show me like show me flashy big, yeah show me something yeah. flashy that looks cool that i'm like i can't wait to do that in the game yeah no yeah. i agree which I think I Avowed agree. missed that in what they did yeah. show. Yeah, they, 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 they did right. it the backwards way around. So yeah, the main the main direct trailer was very much like here's the here's the elements, and then the the extended one was like here's all the flashy stuff. Yeah. But yeah, fair enough. I still, yeah. I, like I say, I'm still excited for this one. Um, like Obsidian are one of the best uh, RPGs, uh, well, Western RPGs. Um, and yeah, from what I saw of the extended stuff, I'm very excited to dual wield ones. And start freezing people and then getting somebody hit them with an axe. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. No date. Bit of a shame. But I'm um, you know, we got we got a window it's, that it can be delayed from. A bit of a shame is gonna be the, the story for most of these games as far yeah. as dates are concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got what one date. One date. Yep. <laughs> we'll speak of that date. We got uh launching May twenty first. Uh, in Game Pass, of course, we have Senua Saga Hellblade 2. The game looks amazing. Let's yeah, not, not play around. Like, in terms of graphical fidelity, this is... We expect this to be the game to go to. Like, usually we go to car games, mm -hmm. and it's like, look, this is what the console can do. It looks like Senua Saga uh, is going to be that, uh, that key piece of information that we've been waiting for in terms of, like, a showpiece the xbox console for me anyway um i'm i'm excited again mm. i need to play the original still still waiting need to play the original need to play the original um got plenty of time though may mm. <laughs> you say that we're, um, we're, almost, we're already a month into the year like, this look, is just yeah. flying already i'm already a month into the new house and i'm still not in the office i'm very upset true, right? true. very upset um i don't know what to say about it they said that combat's been improved Mm -hmm. um we'll wait and experience we'll that for that. ourselves yeah. um do you know what i'm interested for like this game's gonna come out i think it's gonna do really well but i don't think it's gonna do as well as people expect right. i don't think this is gonna be a 10 out of 10 game you don't okay no i hope i'm wrong by the way I, i'm not i hope i'm wrong but yeah i could see the game being a 10 out of 10 game and a lot of outlets giving it a 10 out of 10 and stuff like that and then not a lot of gamers possibly not resonating with the game because yeah, they go into it expecting something else. Yeah. What do you mean? Like an action God of War game? And yeah. then they play it and they're like, Bring us up every time we this? talk about the yeah, game. Yeah. I, think, I really yeah. want people to be prepared. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, it's going to very much be a case of like, technically, this is going to be one of the best games on Xbox. Uh, and yeah, the story is going to be amazing. But then people are going to get hands on it and realize it is very much a walking sim with action elements, uh, which is what the first one pretty much was. It was very much like, Light puzzles, uh, basic combat, uh, very heavy on the story. Uh, that's what we're going to get with, I think, the second one. Uh, they did come out. I think uh, it was announced that it's not. It's only going to be a digital release, and it's only going to be around. I think they said about five hours to complete. So it's going to be yeah. very a very small structured story, which I'm I'm personally excited for because I'm yeah I'm currently playing through a game which I'm already thirty hours in and I'm nowhere near like halfway. I don't think. So and yeah, if you give... want to hear about that game, you head over to the the podcast feed on youtube.com slash my Xbox and me and you listen to my Xbox and me extra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I'm very excited for that. So yeah, give me give me a small, gorgeous looking game. I'm excited. But yeah. 
and I don't have that much longer to wait. Like, May is not that far away. There's enough games to keep me going until then. There's enough games to probably keep you going until we'll pass then, if we're going to be true. honest. Yes. True. Like, <laughs> yes, very I, true. Like, I could say, we're already a month in, and there's already one game this year that I'm missing right now because I'm too busy playing other things. Tekken? Yeah, Tekken. I want to play Tekken so yeah. bad. It's good. Hmm. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll talk about that, that in my Xbox and Extra. Uh, Visions of Mana was the surprise at this developer direct. Um, a game that I wasn't excited for. That I got excited for while watching the gameplay. I think they did a really great job actually uh, with Visions of Mana. Again, when it was the surprise, I wasn't that interested. Good to see Square Enix back publishing games on Xbox, day and date with every other platform. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, we've missed games like Final Fantasy Remake, uh, Rebirth, and Final Fantasy 16. Speaking of Final Fantasy 16, I was chilling. I was chilling with Claire the other day, boys. Yeah, yeah. Big, me and Big Clive, me and Clive, relaxing, chilling. Yeah, he said he'll do the podcast one day. Yeah. I can get him on. I can oh, get. Yeah. I can get. Maybe we can get Ben, ben on. on maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can get Ben on. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. It, now, so. I mean, it'd be a really good time because I know that he's uh, just to shamelessly promote his stuff. He's starting up a D and D podcast, and he we're is. talking about Baldur's Gate and other stuff. Mm. Might be a good time to do it. Hi Ben, big fan. <laughs> Loved your Mario. Okay. Um... He's, he's never gonna come. Oh, that now. is hysterical. His Mario. Yeah. His Mario thing. Yeah. Hi, it's me, a Mario. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Um, Visions of Mana. <laughs> Sorry. Visions, Visions of, Mana. of Mana. Crash, definitely you, game, right? Yeah. So we've talked about it. I think every time that it's shown, where it's like, I'm not super into it. I agree with you. I think this was by far the best showing uh, of the game. Um, on top of great, like you said, to see. Square Enix back with Xbox to a degree publishing this game um, also I think important to note because there was some sort of games not coming to Game Pass I do know there was some yeah. people like saying the game was coming to Game Pass I never thought there it was, was. No, no, there was um, no somebody yeah I think somebody took something a out day of one with Xbox yeah uh, as it's coming day one to Xbox mm -hmm. and uh, I think a couple of like Twitter people like that have some it. way in the community yeah, 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 ran yeah. with it yeah um, which not the case. I just wanted to like put that out there. But yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. I do think it is a me game. This is easily the best showing of the game. This is also a franchise I've never really played, so I'm I'm interested to get my teeth into it, so to say, a little bit. How many waifus mm -hmm. out of ten was the question, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. send me waifus. Stead said not a waifu game though. Not a Damn. waifu game. Zero oh, waifus yeah, out of ten. That's crazy. Damn. Ah, we love we love a good waifu. Didn't see it coming. Uh, next up, we had Aura History Untold. Probably the game that most of us didn't really care about, just because the game is the style of the game it was. But mm -hmm. pretty good. It, like yeah. ultimately, it, it didn't I, look like a bad game. In no. in the yeah, I would play this if I had like a two or three friends that were like, "Hey, do you want to play this game?" I would play it. I'd 100 like I would. Oh, no, I'm not gonna go out of my way to play the game. No. I'll absolutely try it. I don't think it'll be it'll be a one one and done. I feel. I hope it isn't. I hope it grabs me. I hope I'm playing it. Yeah. I hope I'm loving it. I hope I'm enjoying it. But it feels like it probably will be a one and done. Yeah. Um, the um, the yeah. one big thing about this one that excited me beyond other God Sims and stuff like this, so like things like Civilization, is the multiplayer uh, mode is uh, synchronous combat. Yeah. So it's yes. not you don't have to wait for the next person. It's like you all make your turn and then it plays all those turns in yeah. one go. 
I like the sound of that because, like, obviously with games like Civilization and other stuff like that, where you're having to wait for someone to decide what they're going to do and then react to it. Like, yeah. this kind of feels like it's going to be a bit more of an exciting element of being like, okay, so I think they're going to do this, but if they do this, then I'm going to do that, but then maybe they're going to mm-hmm. do this, and what if that other person does something else? Uh, that that kind of interests me a lot more. Um, I did see, I don't know if anyone noticed it, I think we missed it, uh, I, I commented it briefly, but there was Gundams in this game. I did see that. I'm interested to build a Gundam army. Of course you are. Yeah, because, you know, weeb. Waifus and Gundam. Why do Waifus and Gundam? That's all I want from my video games. Uh, but no, I'm I'm interested to check this one out. Like I said, this could be a really good like like you say, maybe a one and done for me because I'm not a huge fan of Civ games. But yeah. I'd could be, be interested. Wrong. Yeah, like this could be one of those games. It's like this is the one that grabs me. Launching on Game Pass as well, PC, mm. PC only, yeah. by the way. Uh, day one. So yeah, and then last but not least, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Don't love the name. Um, the name no. Yeah, don't don't love the name, but I will say it got me excited for Indiana Jones game, which is crazy. I've got to be honest. Uh, obviously, voiced by Troy Baker. Uh, uh, I was about to say Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo's face. Um, yeah, Han Solo's face. Weird that it's in the other Jones game. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it, it looks really goddamn good. Mm-hmm. Like, as a whole, um, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought the, the switch in between first person and third person for certain moments in terms of climbing and certain action-packed moments in terms of whips and things like that, was very, very smart because obviously machine games known for first per- first person shooters um, with games like Wolfenstein. I didn't know if this was going to... I, I thought it would be good and I thought, you know, Indiana Jones are fans are going to like it. Mm-hmm. And then I was quickly reminded like, oh yeah, you know, Uncharted, pretty good game. Tomb Raider, pretty good game. They, they only exist mainly because of this. Yeah. Because of this franchise. So... Um, yeah, I'm 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 way more excited today than I was prior for an Indiana Jones game, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Like I'm, I said this on Twitter, uh, RX, that like because there's been a lot of discourse about this game should have been a third person game, and I was like, no, it should have. It, I don't, I don't agree. Um, I, I I'm gonna... because all you because if the way I look at it is like if you just made a third person action adventure game. All you'd have got is fanboys going, well, it's not Uncharted, it's not Tomb Raider. This gives machine games the chance to do the best thing that they're good at, or the, the thing that they're the best at, which is first-person punching Nazi games. But also, you know, it also lets it stand out on its own right as well because it's not it's not going to be directly compared to those because it's like, well, it's not a third-person action game. It's, yeah. yeah. It's not going to get compared to those. It's definitely it'll still, get compared. It'll still yeah, get not, compared to Uncharted and not, Tomb Raider and all that not stuff. Not to the same element as it would have done if it was a third-person one, where you just I have kinda, direct comparisons. Okay. I think I think the problem I have with that is if you if I gave you a piece of paper and said to you write down the Indiana Jones game, you wouldn't say first-person. Nobody wanted. Nobody said third uh, first-person. The no, tune no, changed no, after no. they saw it because they liked mm-hmm. the way it looked. But no. Everybody wanted a third-person game prior to and, that, and I still stand by it. If you were, if I gave you a piece of paper and said, "Write down everything you want in an Indiana Jones game," you would write the first thing you would write would be third-person. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Xbox doesn't currently have is a top franchise 
as a third person action adventure game. Yeah. They don't currently have that. Um, would it have been nice if Indiana Jones was that? Yes. But I also understand why would you not? We always say this. Like, if you're going to give, how many times do we get a question of, if you could give this franchise to this dev, what would you do? Like, you play to the dev strengths. The, mm-hmm. the, the, like they clearly know that their strengths are in first person and they've done something cool. We hope again, haven't got to play it yet. So we don't know how many of those big third person action set pieces are going to actually happen. But if they find a great balance between first and third and it works seamlessly, it could be good. It could be really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited for this one. Like I think this was the standout for the, uh, for the entire direct for me. Uh, and they gave it a lot of time, which was great to see as well. They did, yeah. but what didn't they give it? Uh, a release date. And a release yeah. date. And that's I think that's the biggest thing that worries me. Launching 2024, I think this game gets pushed to 2025, if I'm honest. And I think that's what scares me the most, is I look at Xbox lineup now, and you go, okay, May, we got Hellblade. We haven't had anything so far, right? First party-wise, first party we have nothing from Xbox. Yeah. And then you go, Hellblade, May... Avowed fall, and then what? What we don't know, and I think that's what scares me a little bit. Is in if they say these all these games come out this year, is Indiana Jones, Avowed, and Hellblade enough to carry Xbox through the year? I still think they're two games missing. Mm-hmm. I think Avowed. I think all three of these games have to be like nines and nine for the, to carry them. Yeah. 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 Which is possible because these are all like highly acclaimed like studios, right? It's possible for all these to be nines. It's just also likely that one of these is going to slip as well, right? All of these games should be no, and again, numbers are so arbitrary, but should be an eight and above by the studio that is working on them, and you know, the the caliber of game they've made previously. Indiana Jones, Wolfenstein. Uh, Hellblade, obviously Hellblade, mm-hmm. um, Hellblade Two, Hellblade, and then Avowed. Uh, you've got um, God, what's this slipping me the name of the game? Outer um, Worlds. Thank you very new much. Vegas, they Outer, like. Outer Worlds, New Vegas. Like these are games that every studio is now in a position where they are making games that they are specialty in, and should be able to deliver on. Now, if they will or not, we don't know. But yeah, yeah it's a, it's definitely an interesting one. Definitely an interesting one. So we will see. But overall, I developer director I really enjoyed. I thought it was paced yeah. really well. Thought uh, they got through everything very well. I like the little bit of conversation there, but not too much. And they talk while showing off enough. And it's personable in terms for the devs, but it's also not too much. It's not live. So you've got people I'm ignoring. And, you know, it, I thought, I think I do like the developer direct. I don't love the name of it. I feel like it should have just been called. It should they should have just went with Xbox Direct. Like yes, Nintendo Direct, PlayStation Showcase, Xbox Direct. Like the developer direct is a, a little bit where I'm like ah, but it's yeah. weird. It's, it's grown on me. Yeah, I'm fine. I think with it was it, but... weird at first. Yeah, but I, I think it's grown on me. I think it's fine. Now. Yeah, it makes sense now that when you look it back on it, it's like you realize it is actually the developers themselves doing this. Yeah conversations and yeah it is yeah it is their way of letting the developers do the speaking and showing 
uh, what they've got to show. Uh, so yeah, I'm not too bothered about the name. Like at first, I was very much like you, correct? Uh, fix, sorry, I was very much like eh, it's a weird one. It's a bit too like long and all this kind of stuff. But it's like now it's just like yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. And I love the oh. presentation. I think yeah, they spend just enough time on everything. Uh, yeah, I want. I just want to see more. Like more, more, more. Yeah. Just keep keep these coming out like every three to six months, and I'll be happy. I think that's what you're gonna get, right? I think you get two a year. I think that's yeah. where Xbox are at right now. Get- yeah. Did we get two last year? No. Well, we got you got one, and then you got the E three. That's not yeah. E three, right? So you're saying the a showcase. developer direct, and then an E three. I would like two year. of these. Oh, two developer and, directs and an E three. Yeah. That's what I would like. Well, if they yeah. if they were to do a second developer direct, would you be fine with them re-showing games they've already showed before? Yeah. Just more stuff. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I would I wouldn't want it to be all of the same. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I'd be happy for them to they say. Let's say Indiana Two Jones gets games. pushed. Let's mm-hmm. say Indiana Jones is getting pushed. At least show us a little bit more of Indiana Jones, and then give us an extended gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Give us extended gameplay. Give us a couple of extra like definitive dates, uh, and then yeah, like the odd extra like the divisions of mana thing. Just give us a couple more things like that where it's like unknown, but when they drop it, it's like you know it's, it's coming to Xbox. It's, it's cool news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. agreed. Maybe a fable release window on the next one. No chance. No. Yeah. No chance. No chance. But I can dream, right? But I can dream. You can yeah. definitely dream, but it just ain't gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this one. Guess Hi. that game time, maybe. <gasps> oh, God. So I guess you'd like to know what Guess That Game is. Please. Okay, so Guess That Game is that weekly game show from here at the Maxbox Limited Community where one of the members of the team will pick a game. The other team members have 90 seconds uh, to ask yes or no questions to try and figure out what that game is. Um, it has to have released on Xbox. That's about it. Okay. What are the scores? What are the scores? The scores are currently. <clears throat> Crash has one point. Matt mm-hmm. has zero points. Beast one has zero points. I have zero points. Score. Not fun. Not fun. If we can keep this for the rest of the year, I don't care if I get no other points, but just uh-huh. keep me at one just... and you guys at zero. I'd be happy. You know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm ready to go. Well, so, I have my game. Uh, I should probably bring up timer. a timer, shouldn't I? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. you, want, you want a timer? I could do timer. I, get, I wonder if we shouldn't see the time. Well, I, I can, tell you, I can show you that the time. time is starting, and I can just tell you... I could just do, like, 15 seconds. Yeah, go on. Try that. Try that this okay. week. Let's try it. Let's change it. All right. Okay. Well, I have a timer. It's okay. in front of me here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let Crash go first. Okay. It's always fixed. So, yeah, Crash... Uh, whenever you're ready, in three, two, one. 360 game? No. Xbox One game? Yes. Okay. Uh, Ubisoft? No. Uh, Capcom? No. EA? No. Uh, oh, God. First party? Yes. Okay. Uh, short game? Like eight hours under? Uh, yes, I think so. I'm going to say I think Racing so. Racing game? No. Uh, first person. No. Uh, multiplayer focused. No. Third person. Yes. Okay. Shooter. No. Platformer. Yes. Um, female protagonist. Yes. Uh, robots. Yes. Okay. I don't need uh, time. Okay. You got thirty seconds. 
Oh. And oh. Yeah, we should. We should have it. <laughs> we should you, have you it. You should have okay. it now. Wait, okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, I've stopped the clock. You have 20 seconds to go, but all right. Um, you have yours written down, Flex? If not, you I haven't, but okay. can I say mine first? Is that fine? Yeah. Go for it. Re recall. Yeah, yes. I, got, I, got I... Yeah. I should have asked robots. Robots was too specific. I like yeah. had a feeling. Yeah. See, that's so, how you gotta play the game. That's yeah, what you yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. do. When you think, you know. So you remember the other week when you were like, I, I think I know the female protagonist game and I can't remember what it was and I couldn't remember yeah. the name of it. This was the one. Uh... Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So someone in the Discord was asking, so what was the game? I was like, I'm not so, saying because I'm saving it for my turn. I hate to be that guy. It's also Can on they... Windows. Technically not first party. Yeah, not first no. party. Second it was published party. by Microsoft. It was published but, yeah, by Microsoft, yeah. but not first party. Yeah, yeah. Technically. But I appreciate you saying it was, because mm -hmm. otherwise I would have got super lost. Yeah, yeah. But okay. yeah, up to your discretion. I do appreciate it. All right, well, Despawn, the points tally look like this now. We have Crash on two points, Matt on zero points, you on zero points, and me in second place with one point. Oh, I've got a goose egg with Matt. Matt doesn't even yes. turn up and he's Matt's on the same place as me. That's rough. That Matt's sucks. been here for what, two shows this mm -hmm. year? Mm -hmm. That is crazy. If that. If that. Mm. If that. No, yeah, he, it was two two weeks in a row. Two, two. Yeah. He gave us he gave us the extra. He did give us one extra, right? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Bless him. Interesting. Interesting. We miss you, Matt. Come back soon. Uh, yeah, you're all right. Let's jump to fix this sack, shall we? This is where you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and have your say on the show. Or you can hit us up on our Discord, which is in the description below. Or you can hit us up on X slash Twitter, at my Xbox and me, at Krishnik Plays, at Paul Despawn, at MC Fixer. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, first question comes from Toplift91 and says, Given the success and rise of Game Pass and other gaming subscriptions, do you guys think the traditional way of buying games will change and more companies will adapt to a subscription model? And could that be could that also be a factor in physical media disappearing in favor of digital? Yes, yes, and yes. As much as people may not like what I'm about to say, it is the truth. Subscription models um, is the future of video games. Uh, Just I'm going like... to go with yes, no, and yes. Oh, okay. So okay. interesting. I do Crash? see. Yeah, go. I'm I'm with Eastbourne on that. I don't yes, think no, yes. Subscription. Yeah, yes, no, yes. I don't think yeah. subscription model. I don't think it'll be the mainstay. I think it'll be a very big part of the gaming mm -hmm. uh, industry, but I don't think it'll be a mainstay. I think there's it's just too many different developers that aren't under one umbrella. I think for like Microsoft, it makes a lot of sense, but not every game is going to go to Game Pass. I think every big publisher that doesn't rely on... Um, because again, I think it'd be fair to say that Square Enix is a big publisher, but they are heavily reliant upon doing deals with Sony or whoever yeah. it is at the time, right? Every So your Ubisoft, your EAs, your Xboxes, Playstations. I'm even going to go on a limb and say Nintendo eventually. Because I think they are currently trialing it with their online, like the Nintendo online stuff, in yeah. terms of like what they're doing with like the old school games. Look, we never usually do stuff like that. Like, so I think even they are, in a way, like, you could you could argue that they're already doing subscription services with that mm -hmm. to be honest well it is a subscription service but i think yeah. you're going to see eventually i, I think those publishers that i mentioned eventually 
I think every publisher that I mentioned is going to be doing day and day. I think a lot of those publishers will. I don't think Nintendo will be one of them. Nintendo uh, games don't go on sale. Eventually, eventually. No, they don't go on. Nintendo games don't go on sale. I agree it's with no... you. Eventually, eventually. I'm not saying today. Yeah, I'm, in not the year saying, I'm not 30, saying. I'm not saying. Thirty fifty six, when Nintendo no longer exists, somebody's gonna buy all their catalog and put out a subscription service. Do not. I, I do. Yeah. I do. Event, I do think subscription models are. There's going to come a place like it did in music and like it did in film and TV where Netflix obviously is a bit different, right? Because publishers currently control their own um, uh, publish, uh, no, uh, distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there is going to become the way there was a struggle to get music and then you went, oh, all right, fine. I'll get Spotify. And then you didn't just go, I'll get Spotify. You went, I'll get Spotify Premium. And the same thing is going to apply to, uh, same thing applies to Netflix with films and TV. I do think gaming is going to get there eventually. I mean, you're already seeing it with things like GeForce Now and things like that. That's technically, that's technically what this is, but in a different no. way, right? GeForce Now, you have to own the games, no? Mm-hmm. I thought there's one no, thing. You, you can, you can, one. You can, they can like, I think GeForce Now also lets you play uh, games in subscriptions if you own that subscription as well. Got you. Okay. But if you want to play your own games, you have to own them. Like if you just Got want you. like an individual game, because uh, okay. you sign in with your like whatever your store account is within there. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So I think I think we'll see the rise of these subscription models. Definitely. Um, I don't feel them being like the replacement. Um, I mean, we talked about it right at the beginning of the show. I think Power World itself shows that there is a game that's in a subscription service yet can still sell eight million copies. outside it there is always going to be a market for that individual purchase i think you will have like that unison of subscriptions and uh games being sold individually more so than it is now but i don't think that individual market ever like really dwindles or goes smaller than the subscription service at least for the foreseeable future like in the future like who knows what the what the landscape will be yeah because i mean it, it all depends on who's in control of the the storefront, right? If they, if yeah. uh, if Xbox turn around and say we are no longer selling our games on the Xbox Series X three, uh, we will just be offering them in a subscription service. Then that's on them, and yeah, that's the only way you can get the games. That's that's the only control that they will have. Like right now, like as long as they want to keep selling their games, there's going to be the option to sell them unique, like uniquely outside of the subscription model. Um, so there'll be people like us who love a subscription model who like will pay for it and like you know we'll get access to all these games it's great but the, we've talked about it multiple times there are always those people that just want to play two to three games a year they just want the the fifas they just want the gtas they just want uh whatever the one big title is that year so they'll just buy that one title and play it for six months yeah. to a year so there'll always be a market for like a unique purchase well, I, re- I remember back in the day especially with fifa i remember mm-hmm. so they used to announce when FIFA was going to enter uh, EA Access, right? And I remember my, my, my mate Mickey, like, I remember saying to him, like, yo, it's EA Access, right? Go take your copy of FIFA into um, game, uh, into CX or something, sell it for 20 quid, and then that pays for your year of EA Access. Mm-hmm. And I remember him just being like, no, I ain't doing that. Just, I'm like, the game's going in there tomorrow. It's like, I don't know. I'm not doing that. I want the disc. I'll just buy the game, and I'm yeah. like, I've got, the, I've got the game. Why would I then do I'm like, damn i'm such a hustler i'm like but then you could play the sims and he's like you think i give a crap about the sims mate i play mm. fifa and i'm like oh yeah shit yeah. i forgot <laughs> like yeah, I, you just forget don't you like some people are just not 
some people don't care. Interested some, yeah. in that. And there is also, like I said, there's the argument, like a lot of people have made it online as well, of like they want to own the games. Like technically you don't own it even if you have it on disc. Still don't own it. Yeah, yeah. You own the, that's just a license. Um, but it's the same as a digital license at this day. Um, people, but, people love look opening up their steam and looking at their library oh i love it I yes love mine. they don't the, own most they don't own those games no, no. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, i don't know what the site is called but has anyone checked how much their steam library is worth yeah i've done it before there is mine's, not worth, mine's not worth as much as i thought it would be. mine's worth a lot more <laughs> than it should be it's scary um yeah. how much mine's worth. to be fair like 50 percent of my games are from humble uh the humble yeah, yep. choice thing yep uh, but yeah, still, it's just like, oof, there's a lot of money in a digital products there. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? When you think about it, it's, it's actually... Yeah. And uh, yeah, to answer Topless' last point about uh, could this be a factor in physical games disappearing? Yeah, but again, I think it's more a fact that the, the people that are selling you the games want to get rid of digital because it's an extra cost to them. Oh, sorry, physical, because it's an extra cost to them. They have to produce a physical disc, they have to produce a physical case, they have to send it out to shops and who they don't have to pay storage costs. You also deal with a lot more like leaking of games when you have uh, a digital the version. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah a physical version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can control the things a lot better in a digital format than you can a physical format. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Uh, next question comes from the one and only Canada Riot, who says, "How long do you think you guys are going to stick to with Power World? Do yourself becoming? Do you see yourself becoming a Power Master?" Hmm. I'm more conflicted on the conversation now because the boys are not playing on the server, if I'm honest. So probably not as long as I would have done if we all stuck on the server. But that's not to shame you guys, obviously, ping and things like that. Um I'd have a ping problem. I, I'm great. Yeah. I love you. Um I like it a lot. And I think I'll continue to play it until I don't know. I enjoy grinding out the levels. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very well designed in the way they do with the base build and things like that. But I haven't done a single cave or anything yet. So I have to see if that's actually fun. I will say, I think the boss fights are pretty boring right now because I'm over leveled for the boss fights. Mm. It's just a giant version of are you, Insert Pal. How so, many, when you take the boss fights, are you talking about like the outer world? Like this, outer world. Big one? Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah, those like so there are three not... different types basically of boss fight. There's the overworld ones, there's the dungeon ones, and then there's the tower ones. Okay. Um, Ta tower by far the best. Dungeons yeah. are kind of like the outer world ones usually. Those aren't too bad either. Dungeons yeah. are pretty fun. I do think they can like use some reworks and a little bit of uh, fine tuning, obviously, but yeah. games in early access. So I'll be honest. I think it depends kind of on the raid system. If I need to quote unquote get raid ready, um, that will probably make me play the game more because I think I want to be a part of that conversation of oh the first raid's coming up. But the question is, will I be at the cap by then? Mm. Because that's where I need to be. I need to be at yeah. the cap and not. I don't need to. Well, I don't need to grind and do the cap and then be raid ready. I, I need to be there. You know. I don't know with the way the game works i don't know if you'd actually have to be like you personally actually have to be um at the cap you would just have to have somebody who can make you the highest gear stuff yeah but so, then there's the there's the pal level which is like directly uh, linked yeah. to your level yeah, so yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. use pals in fights yeah. then you need to get to level but so level, the cap is 50 so it's not massive yeah. no it's not, it's not. 
leveling up is also kind of easy. You just mm -hmm. go out, like, just focus on catching 10 versions of each pile, and you will fly through yeah. levels. And then just beat up everything else. You still get yeah. levels for that as well. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying, again, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know if I'll put, again, I haven't, start, I haven't started, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't started, I, I have the time, it's just using the time in the ways that I choose to, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need to beat Prince of, Prince of uh, words, I need to beat Prince of Persia, I can't have longer than four hours left in that game, I need yeah, to then yeah. start, I need to then start um, Yakuza, because I really yeah. want to play Yakuza, um, and the deal is, there's just, it's just choosing my priorities, but uh, I'd like to finish the original PAL decks. Mm -hmm. I'd like to do that, and I'd like to reach level cap. Beyond that, we'll see. Yeah. So, does that make me a master? I don't know. I mean, if you capture all of them, yeah. Technically. Okay, well then, um, then, yes, I'll become a master. Yeah, for me, this is... PAL World This is my on ongoing game this year. Until another... I think there's a couple of other survival games, because survival games are my like, bread and butter for when it comes to like just games that I'll just grind out when I've got yeah. free time. Uh, Power World right now is the one I'm still having the consistent fun with. I know Enshrouded just dropped, which is another one. Uh, that's I'm like seeing a, a lot of people play that. I mm -hmm. was I was going to message you boys about it and be like, oh, I don't know is if I want to because that know. looks it looks like it's the next one. It does. Yeah, it looks like an in-depth. But then we've got Nightingale, which is dropping uh, yep. next month as well, which actually looks like it could be a ton of fun. That one looks like a full-on Rust meets uh, fantasy game. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Um, so yeah, there is a lot of open world survival games right now that are coming out. This feels like them. the year for them. I do love them. I, I love them. So I love a, I love an open world survival game. I mm -hmm. love them. Same. But yeah, like Power World, it definitely feels like the kind of game where I will just spend a lot of free time grinding in it. Um, yeah. It's a shame about the ping issue uh, that we can't all play in the same server properly consistently. Because uh, otherwise... I mean, I'll hop on and play on it whenever you guys yeah, are yeah. on it. And... Yeah, yeah. Like it might be Maybe one of those it gets things. Better. Who knows? Yeah, like I say, the like I don't know which service we're using for it, uh, so I don't know if there's a different one or a better one for the dedicated service. But it might be a case of we maybe just bite the bullet and just do uh, a short, like our own build for like just us and a separate one for that. So we just Community. use the like the multiplayer function rather than the dedicated server function. By the way, anyone in the Discord is welcome to join it. It's in the, mm -hmm. There's a Power World section uh, for the My Xbox and Me one. I will keep it going while there are people playing it. As soon as people stop, I will just end it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to let it sit around. And once people decide they don't care anymore, we'll, we'll shut it down and yeah. move on to the next thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, as long as people are enjoying it, though, and want to keep playing, just keep letting us know. And, uh, yeah, yes. we'll keep it going. Absolutely. Um... Yeah. Next up, Orange and Cookie Man, and our last question. Oh, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this last one. Orange and Cookie Man says, as much as I have in, as much as I enjoyed the recent developer direct during the time, the limited time you can only show so much. Thankfully, Xbox consistently delivers an additional uh, deeper dive post show. Have you seen the Valve extended gameplay breakdown, and what did you think? So, no, I haven't. Um, I don't think these ones seen it all yeah, either. I oh, you did all. see it all. Yeah, yeah. I, watched the, I watched the Evolve. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and Chris, you did as well, right? I watched bits of it. I didn't watch like the gotcha. whole, whole thing. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I uh, think it was fantastic. Yeah. Is it presented like, well? Because yes. I, I haven't seen uh, so it. So like... it's basically an Xbox podcast. So the new, uh, the Jeff oh. Rubenstein run one. It was basically yeah, yeah, a yeah, shorter yeah. version of that. So it was uh, two hosts, uh, two guests. So I think it was the the game director and the gameplay director. 
uh, were guests on it. So they were talking about all the different elements of the game and uh, things like that. I thought it was a really well-structured uh, discussion. Uh, they went into a bit more depth on how... Uh, the storylines are going to work, how there will be, you'll get different choices in gameplay uh, when you're discussing things with NPCs. Uh, mm. You can tackle fights differently. Uh, and yeah, they went into a bit more of the, the combat systems, which as we said earlier, um, where the original developer direct kind of just showed the basic structure of what each element does. This kind of went into how you could build uh, your own builds and you can kind of like focus on different kind of elements and things like that. I think they did a really good job of showing off the game a lot better. Um, so I think, yeah, the, de the developer direct was good, but yeah, the extended one was a lot better. And I like that they do those. Uh, I'd like to see more of them as well. I think, yeah, for different games. Like, I'd, I'd love to see more into like, maybe when it comes to closer to launch, we get like an extended gameplay breakdown for Hellblade 2. That I'd love to see, like to show you know, more of the combat, more of the gameplay elements those kind of things so yeah no i like it i think i'd like them to keep doing those i think it's a really good way of like for those that are really interested to find out more uh to kind of get a deep dive into those things mm. i don't know i don't know um boys let's plug 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 and get ourselves out of here shall we um crash we'll start with you we're going to plug this week boo oh yeah follow I called me boo. on I called twitter boo. i hope you know that i said boo yes <laughs> Follow me on Twitter uh, at Crushnik, please. Okay, okay. Don't do it. Uh, this one, we want to plug. Uh, same. Go follow me on Twitter or x.com uh, forward slash Crushnik, please. I, nice. yeah, I was going to say that's going to be hysterical <laughs> if you did that. <laughs> or Pompey Spawn, either one. Both okay, will work. Okay. Yeah, you can follow me also Twitter. on uh, Twitter at uh, MattPVideo. Please tweet at me saying where are you and respond to mc fixes uh dms that's what we need to do there you go. hashtag mxam thank you very much until next time we'll love you leave you see you all later good boy <laughs>